don't know. Interesting conversation. Not actually kind of makes me want a beer though. <laughs> or an NA, right? There's some good ones. Can we can we do can we sit here in the studio and drink and pound I, NA beer in the I morning? I would say technically no, because some of it does have uh, a hint of that. Would upstairs right? frown on that for I th- us? I, th- I think they, hey, you- there's really only one way to find out, and it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Right, you said you got some at the house. <laughs> Let's go tomorrow morning. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. 814 in Wisconsin's Morning News. We will keep an eye on the weather for you, let you know if we have any other severe weather alerts to pass along this morning as those storms are making their way through this morning and then perhaps once again this afternoon. I admit, Eric, my initial reaction to the story that you shared with me this morning may not have been the right one as I think about it, but you asked me, would you give your kid, so like my teenagers, right, high mm-hmm. school kids, yeah. would you give your kid an N.A. beer, non-alcoholic beer? And I immediately was like, no. And then, I, well, why wouldn't I? Right? It's not alcoholic. So what would my hang-up right. be there? And why was my initial knee-jerk reaction no? So uh, Kristen Bell, the actress, uh, she's been in a ton of movies. Her. Yeah, um, blonde actress. She's the voice of um, one of the one of the ladies in Frozen. She's been in a lot of movies. You'd recognize Anna. her. Anna. Anna. Yes, thank you, Debbie. Her husband is Dak Shepard. Point of order. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna it's say, Anna. I should have went there first. <laughs> Sorry, um, it's my nerd showing. <laughs> it's all right. Be proud of that. Uh, Dak Shepard. She's married to. Uh, he's another actor, and yeah, like him that too. you'd probably recognize. He has struggled with his sobriety for years, and they talk openly about it. They have a podcast that's very popular and whatnot. Anyway, she was on the Kelly Clarkson show talking about how like he's got O'Doul's. Like they have NA beer at the house, and like their kids will grab them and, and drink them occasionally. And she said that, like, it, she joked about it on the Clarkson show because they even will in, ask a waitress about it. There's no alcohol in it. So we've been at restaurants where she said, do you have anything, do you have any non-alcoholic beer? And I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe we don't. We just keep that for home. It sounds a little funny. Like, they even <laughs> right. joked that one time they caught him, like, during the pandemic, drinking one, like, on a Zoom call. <laughs> like, during the class Zoom call, they're drinking <laughs> yeah. an O'Doul's. And I'm with you. Like, my, <laughs> What's the look on that? Yeah, right. uh, it's not alcoholic. My first thought on that is... I I I had weird resistance too. I fully admit, like, and I we we have NA beer in the house. Like that's something that, like, especially this year, I've tried to drink more of. Just you to enjoy like, one. Yeah, the just, taste has certainly improved. If you know people who drink it's NA, gotten beer. a lot better. Fully admit that too. And I do just because, like, otherwise, I just I'm trying not to drink as much. Trying to like control that, so I'm not uh, after a day being like, "Geez, what are you doing, Bill Stad?" So I've been trying to like you know take advantage of the NA because the quality has gotten better. However, that said. I'm not inclined to offer one to my 16-year-old, or even when he's 18, I don't think I would offer him one, and I don't know why that You don't is. know why, right? Because I was just thinking, and uh, somebody just lit us up on the Old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old if you want to chime in. Just got this text saying, New Year's, I always got my young boys the Welch's non-alcoholic champagne or okay. the sparkling grape juice. I'm a total hypocrite because we, we do, do that every year. We do as well. <laughs> totally fine. Total hypocritical. Though. Christmas, whatever. Oh, here yeah. you know, we're having wine and here the kids can have their yep. sparkling thing. Yep. Totally fine. But then you say, like, I want my kid carrying around a can of beer, N.A. as it were. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't like that look. Why don't I? It's a difference. Is it a societal thing just because it, it is a look? 
I don't know. And then on top of it, you know, people often point to Europe and say, well, the Europeans don't have the binge drinking problem that we do because it's sort of like desensationalized as there are lower, if not in some cases, no drinking age yeah. in European areas where it's like, okay, you go out with your family and your 16 year old or your 15 year old has a beer yeah. with dinner and then it's just no big deal. So the idea of, you know, trying to discover what, what all the fuss is about. We have to hide it, go to parties, and get hammered. Like, that doesn't exist on that level. I wonder if this is a way where you sort of gradually mm. introduce, you know. Is it a way to use it as a teaching tool? Yeah. Almost, like- almost non take away the stigma of it, but then maybe you take away the enjoyment from of hiding. The, from the 414, I think there's a stereotype of old alcoholics drinking N.A. beer. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if that's still the case, at least not in my generation. I don't, I don't think if I saw... Someone drinking an NA, I wouldn't necessarily think that they were an alcoholic. I mean, we have, like I said, we have NA, and it's been at parties. And Although I will say this, one time um, we had a bunch of uh, some of the high school kids over and whatnot, and Angie goes, hey, go down and grab some of the you know sparkling waters and whatever. And she goes, make sure you're grabbing the right stuff, though, because sometimes that stuff oh, looks similar. You're not kidding. Right, and I grabbed one that wasn't NA. It was a non-alcoholic drink, but it wasn't for kids. It was, you know, like a... It was, I don't know, a press or whatever, but it was an N.A. And she's like, that's not for the kids. I'm like, oh, it's, it's a non-alcoholic. I guess I wasn't thinking, but okay. I, I got a buddy not. who works for one of the big uh, liquor distributors in the area. And you know how it works is, you know, like beer company. Miller doesn't sell beer to the liquor store. Miller doesn't sell beer to the bars. Mm-hmm. Miller sells beer to through its distributor, and they make that sale. So uh, my buddy works for that, and he populates the post-tennis cooler. Okay. Uh, pretty much every time he's like, I'll take care of it. <laughs> but I opened the cooler the, last night and it looked like candy in there. It was like everything looked like soda cans, but not even like something that you would. Cause it, first of all, there were very few beer flavored beers in there. I'm like, Hey, can I, is one of these like a beer? Can I get a true pills in here, please? Right? Come on. Yes. Some, can I get a lager in here <laughs> instead of this, you know, citrus, this and that, whatever. But to your point, like the cans were decorated up just like something that you would give your kids. It's hard to tell the difference sometimes. So here's one from Andrew. Andrew texting this in from West Dallas. Our 15 year old son loves NA beer. So I want to have a question about that. Like, is well. that a good thing? Yeah. Well, and. What if, what if you give your kid that N.A. beer and he's like, this tastes terrible and never wants to drink again? Which I guess That's would also be possible. good, right? I'll take some more of your thoughts on this. Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. What about, say, let's cut it off at teenagers? Anything wrong with teenagers drinking N.A. beer? Love to hear from you. 855-616-1620. 821 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Thanks. 825 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just want to remind you, we have a severe thunderstorm warning for Walworth County, a WDTMJ Fleet Farm storm team alert. Yeah, so that goes until 845 this morning. Strong storms moving out of Rock County and into Walworth County right now. Still some pretty good action north of Milwaukee, so northern Ozaukee County into Sheboygan County. That's starting to move out over the lake. Those storms are not severe. The severe thunderstorm warning in effect for Walworth County through 845. That one, and the issue there is 60 mile per hour wind gusts. That's the concern in Walworth County. Been talking about uh, the story that's made news lately because Kristen Bell was among those sharing publicly that, yeah, their kids have enjoyed non alcoholic beers 
And I told you my first reaction to that was no way. And then I was like, well, why wouldn't I? like, what's the problem with it? If it's not, if there's not alcohol in it. Some, some textures pointing out this morning on the old national bank talk and text line that there is still some alcohol right. in and many I, non-alcoholic I was, beers. That's what I always kind of grew up assuming that too. Um, the Heineken one that I bought says 0. 0.0. I don't know if it really is or not, but here's one uh, from the 920. There is a bit of alcohol in NA beer. Don't do it. Signed, 24 years sober. Congratulations to you, 24 years. Well done. Um, others saying that um, that's why we always thought we shouldn't get it, because it does have alcohol in it. It's, you know, up to a half a percent can be in some of the N.A. Um, guys from the 414, best time in life is cracking that first beer with your son. Never forget it. It's a special time. So does this count? But that has to be a real beer, right? Yeah, and when you do that. Because then the otherwise there's no big deal to it. I honestly don't remember when I had my first beer with my dad. I'm quite sure it was after I was 21 for me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Now, let me ask this provocative question, though, because we all know those people who freshman year in college had not, clearly had not experienced drinking. Had no quote-unquote practice. Right. Had no tolerance, no anything, hadn't ever really been around alcohol, and all of a sudden they're in college, and hey, we're going to a party, and (laughs) All they did was throw up for a semester. Yeah, and they didn't then know how to manage it. Didn't understand. Ended up dropping out. I, there is a couple that I knew those people yep, too. Yep, just didn't know what happened to this one. <laughs> didn't come back second semester. Yeah, so and otherwise would have been a good kid. Would have been a good student. Just the uh, <laughs> the nightlife got to him. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that's clearance for then training the kids. And right. I I have told the story earlier. I'm not comfortable. I have a graduated high school senior who's about to go to college, and we've had conversations about what that's going to be like. I'm still not going to be that dad, that family, where it's like, well, it's all right to just go ahead and drink around the house now. Like, we're just not doing that. So what if she had come up to you and said, hey, graduation party, can we yep. just have a couple of 24 packs of NA, NA beer? Come on, Dad. And here's why I would have said no, because so many current or still current high school students were going to come to that party that the last thing you want is pictures and then it has to be debated because all these kids are athletes or they're yeah, in yeah. whatever and they've signed the code. And I don't want picture scandal on Instagram because you all can't <laughs> seem. <laughs> the Toronto house. Well, never mind me even. like You all can't seem to not post pictures of yourself doing stuff right, you're not supposed right. to do. So then perhaps that could be cleared up, but then you get caught on the technicality. Well, it does have 0.3% alcohol, yada, yada, yada. No, I just said no on those grounds. Right. I don't know. Interesting conversation. Not actually kind of makes me want a beer, though. <laughs> or an NA, right? right. There's some good ones. Can we can we do can we sit here in the studio and drink and pound I, NA beer in the I morning? I would say technically no, because some of it does have uh a hint of that. Would upstairs right? frown on that for I th- us? I, th- I think they, hey, you, there's really only one way to find out, and it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. All right, you said you got some at the house. <laughs> Let's go tomorrow morning. Eight twenty nine on Wisconsin's morning news. Just a few more minutes remain on the National Weather Service severe thunderstorm warning for Walworth County set to go until 845 this morning. WTMJ Fleet Farm Storm Team Alert. So Northwestern Mutual Convention has wrapped now. I had many questions for Eric. Your wife works at Northwestern Mutual. (laughs) So clearly I know everything. So I want to know all of the things. So this is the annual, do they call it a convention? Yeah, annual convention. The Roots and Wings thing that we were talking about, that's the big 5K, 10K walk that they do on Sunday before the 
convention. It's kind of part company business, right, and part huge party. Yeah, yeah, celebrating this, the everyone coming together. Yeah, it brings people from all over the country. Field agents and, and others come from all over the country to headquarters here in Milwaukee. Yeah. They have events all through the city. Last night was the big thing. They, they usually have a big, a pretty, you know, like A-list concert. Oh, yeah. Years ago, they had Seinfeld here. He came and did a show. Uh, last night it was Kenny Chesney at the amphitheater on the Summerfest. No Kenny for you? What? We Angie had an opportunity to get tickets, and uh, it was a late show for us, and we had other things going on. So I was ready to, I was ready to do it, but we did not go. Which, much to my chagrin, I'm not a huge country guy, but I do appreciate. No, right, that's big name guy, strong artist. Yes. You go to see that? Yes, show. absolutely. So. My other question for you was, and if you live or work around downtown and you see these folks, they come around this time every year yeah. know, with Western Mutual Convention. Now, anybody who's in town for a convention, you can always tell conventioners are Especially around. here at yeah. the Third Street Market because they, all of a sudden they're all here and they got the Looking around. Badges. First time. Oh, oh, oh. Yep, yep. Yes. Badges? We don't need no. No, they have their little lanyards, right, and their yeah. name tag. And then particularly with the Northwestern Mutual, they have all these like – they're almost like ribbons that go underneath the badge. And some have more than others. Some are like down to the belt loop. They've got like five or six of them. Yeah. What's the story well, with they're, that? They're achievements. There are thresholds that these agents have met, I would I would imagine. I oh, would this guy's a $100,000 yeah. agent or a million-dollar agent, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. They've been able to do this and that and the other things. So you bing, bing, add bing. that to the list. This guy has X number of clients. She has this and that. You don't like that, huh? But I don't not like it. I just thought... If you want me to wear 37 pieces of flair like your uh, pretty boy over there, Brian, why don't you just make the minimum 37 pieces of flair? No? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, office yes, space. Uh, yes, pieces I'm aware of, of it. Yes, thank you. Right, so they're all walking around here with their pieces of flair. I just wondered, like, because some of these folks probably only see each other once a year. Mm-hmm. And old Johnson last year was walking <laughs> around with Johnson. his flair. Should have seen that guy. He's walking around, and he was, like, kind of sticking his... His stomach out, so you, the flare kind of pops. Dragging on right. the floor. So long. <laughs> Wait, he sees how much flare I got this year. Huh? I got two more, two more ribbons. It is impressive, though. It makes you want to like ask the guy about it, right? Hey, how about that? Oh, and you want you want to be asked about it, don't you? See, You're flaunting it. <laughs> you th- now, if we had this here, we had some sort of Good Karma Brands convention where we brought in ESPN LA and Chicago and that would be New awesome. York and everybody, and we all met. And we all had these things. Well, Eric gets morning show guy of the year and this or that. You have these flares. You we wouldn't want to wear that in. around. <laughs> yeah, you would not. totally wear it. You would? I'd walk around all the Why not? I'd be like, come be on, man. This is that. silly. You don't <laughs> even like it when it's your birthday. So who are you? <laughs> the wrong guy to ask. All right. There's my flare. Okay? And this is me expressing myself. Okay? Give an update on that severe thunderstorm warning. Yeah, we have two more now. WDTMJ Fleet Farm Storm Team coverage. The severe thunderstorm warning has wrapped up for Walworth County. Now it is for Kenosha and Racine counties. And this runs uh, for until 9.30 today, the severe thunderstorm warning for Racine and Kenosha counties. The biggest issue right now, the biggest hazard, usually there are thresholds that have to be met for us. Sure, it has to be hail of this yeah, size or right. wind speeds in excess of. This one is 60-mile-per-hour wind gusts, so that's the hazard. Uh, locations to be impacted would include Kenosha, Racine, Mount Pleasant, Pleasant Prairie, Antioch, Elkhorn, Lake Geneva, Sturdivant, and others as this one rolls through. So now this is for... 
I should add, Eastern Walworth County as well. So Eastern Walworth County, Racine, and Kenosha counties all until 930 this morning. As you would expect, as I look at the radar, the Vetrano split is in effect again. Oh, so you're not getting anything? Rain to the north, rain to the south, Vinny's house, nothing! Good thing you water. You're in good shape. Yes. Grass is nice and green and comfortable. <laughs> So you can agree or disagree on whether President Joe Biden is a good president, on his policies, on his leadership, all of that, of course. Right, left, politics, Democrats, Republicans, yada, yada, yada. I don't know that there's any disagreement. It seems the president is a pretty lousy dog owner. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree on that. This dog bit somebody again, again, and, and the again is not like once or twice. The tally for this particular dog, who belongs to or is part of the president's family, is somewhere in the neighborhood of a dozen times. And he's biting Secret Service agents. The dog bit another agent. Commander, President Biden's nearly two-year-old German Shepherd has bit or attacked Secret Service personnel at least 10 times between October and January of this year. That's according to records obtained by Judicial Watch. One agent described Commander charging at me. The First Lady couldn't regain control of Commander and he continued to circle me. In November, an attack sent an agent to the hospital after he was bit twice. My leg and arm still hurts, he wrote. And this is the second of the president's dogs who've been sort of out of line. The president had a dog named Major who was around the White House, was biting Secret right. Service agents. Well, and Commander's not very old, right? Two years old. The, so, the pup. Still a puppy. Like, anyone who's had a two-year-old dog knows that, yeah, no, regression and still a puppy at times. I did read somewhere as well, the analysis was like, well, you know, this is a protective dog, so it naturally will clash with the Secret Service who is around the president in that sort of protective detail. And here's this alpha male dog uh, who thinks, no, no, I, but I do that. And owners are probably not always there either. How often are, are the president and first lady there? I mean, they're there most times, but not always, right? So if you're gone a lot, could that affect the dog and its behavior? Sounds like the president has bigger problems this week at the White House. <laughs> nonetheless. Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, his son, Hunter Biden, due in court today to make a formal plea on tax evasion charges. Mm -hmm. But uh, there is some increasing noise that the judge, what happens when you reach a plea agreement in any sort of thing? If you're can, you know, accused of some sort of crime and you go to court and the you and the prosecutor, your lawyers, whatever, reach an agreement. Well, we're going to throw out these charges. We're going to do yep. that. And when we go to court for your for your hearing on that, the judge can say, okay, I see what you guys did here. That's reasonable. We'll enter that conviction. Or the judge could say, this doesn't add up to me. Yep, and throw it out. Or the judge could decide on their own what type of sentence should be determined and whatnot. Uh, ABC legal analyst Dan Abrams, you see him on Good Morning America yep. from time to time. He's talking a little bit about what could come. Typically, for low-level offenses like this, a judge would accept a plea deal. Because think about it. The two parties involved, the prosecution and the defense, have now agreed to what the outcome should be. Now, there are occasions when a judge will step in and say, this is not in the interest of justice. This is unfair in one way or another and won't accept the deal. But I think that would be unlikely. So what did Abrams have to say about the politics involved? Of course, as expected, one side says, okay, let's move on. The other side says, wait, this is a sweetheart deal. Uh, as far as the uh, Democrats and Republicans go, Abrams tries to dissect that a little bit here. You take the politics out of it entirely. You just talk to lawyers who deal with the tax cases or you look at the particular gun charge. They will tell you that it is a tough argument to make that somehow he's getting a particularly good deal here. Some would even say he wouldn't have been charged at all if he hadn't been Hunter Biden. One thing I would anticipate is that he is not going to jail or he's not going to prison. Any sentence like that would be beyond what they had originally recommended anyway. 
would likely not happen today. Well, Republicans aren't satisfied with any of this, and now there's... They say there should be other charges. Yeah, open conversation about whether or not to go ahead with impeachment inquiries on the president. That, based on allegations that... Democrats, in fairness to them, have claimed have since already been debunked. But you have an FBI informant who says that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma that Hunter Biden was on the board for sought to pay Hunter and Joe Biden five million dollars each in bribes. IRS whistleblowers testified before Congress. They say their efforts to further investigate the Bidens were stonewalled by the Justice Department. And also this week, you're the House Oversight Committee talking in closed door interviews with Devin Archer. The New York Post identifies Archer this way. Hunter Biden would dial in his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, on speakerphone into meetings with his overseas business partners. That, according to testimony, expected before Congress from Devin Archer. So he is Hunter Biden's former best friend, former business partner, uh, who was himself convicted of securities fraud in a separate case. So he has some credibility issues there as well, in fairness. But what Republicans are saying is there's so much here that you didn't investigate. You created some sort of plea deal without going down all of these avenues. If you don't, we will. So we'll keep an eye on that in Washington this week. on Wisconsin's Morning News. We have a WTMJ Fleet Farm Storm Team alert that severe severe thunderstorm warning has expired for part of Walworth County. Now taking on eastern Walworth and Racine and Kenosha counties as well. Is that ready? Till 930, 60 mile per hour wind gusts is the big hazard with this storm. And storms north of Milwaukee now moving out largely over Lake Michigan. WTMJ five day forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. You mentioned the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. There's yes, a they're busy. There's a subcommittee scheduled to hold a hearing today on unidentified anomalous phenomena, formerly known as UFOs. Yes. Now and, it's UAPs, mm-hmm. which doesn't have the same ring. Yeah. Bad branding on that. Implications on national security, public safety, and government transparency. That's what they want to look at today. So they're going to hear from some different pilots who have seen some UAPs and question that. One of the main guys involved with this is uh, Tennessee Republican Congressman Tim Burchett. And he spoke on a podcast uh, hosted by John Michael Gaudier about this. He says there's no question there is something going on. Have you seen compelling evidence that we're actually seeing something really weird in the skies that might affect national security or global security for that matter? That might be of this, not of this earth? Oh, 100%. 100%. No question. That is a U.S. congressman <laughs> saying that 100% he has seen evidence to indicate off world evidence. He said global security, universal security. Come on. Did you put the, did you put the music <laughs> behind that's it? Why, and that's why the, the podcast has the music behind it like that. Yeah, you want a little as, bit more? As soon as I hear the hey, music. there's more. No, I mean, if they're, out, if they're out there, they're out there. And if they, if they have this kind of technology, then, I mean, I've said this before, they can Wait turn us it. into a charcoal briquette. <laughs> yeah. If they can travel light years <laughs> with the speeds that we've down. seen in the... Um, and physics as we know it. Mm-hmm. Oh, fly shut underwater. Up. Moron. Don't fly underwater. Trail, no heat trail. Things trails. like that. 
all of this. Then we are um, uh, we are vastly uh, mm. you know we're out of our we're out of our league. Yeah, yeah. You think <laughs> oh, it was like Cousin Eddie and Independence Day? That's who that Congress was. Yeah, but Cousin Eddie was right. Yeah, he was. He took it down too. <laughs> he got it done. That's right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're gonna hear today. Tell my kids, I love them. <laughs> I don't expect to hear the uh, the government to say anything, but you'll hear oh. from some pilots or two that'll say, "Yeah, I've seen." See, I get excited things. for these hearings all the time, Steve, and then all all the UFO stuff, and then uh, what comes out of it is just some stuff we already heard some grainy video (laughs) nah there's a lot of stuff flying around that we don't know what it is it's not aliens that's my take why isn't it it's not because they're smarter than that they're smarter than us they would be detected stephen Hawking always said that if and when aliens were ever to arrive they would take the planet because if they were to get here their technology would be so far advanced that was the congressman's point it's like if they found us we're we're charcoal briquette yeah but he's saying that they clearly don't care because they're already here and they're cool with us right he's saying that clearly they're here but we don't know about them because they don't want to be detected. And also, if they were hostile, nothing to worry about because we'd already, that would be, already dead. be Yeah, that already Here's the scary thing about that clip, those clips. That guy votes on regular stuff. <laughs> That's what you should be worried about. I'm talking politics in the first hour. That's the stuff you should be worried about. Steve Scafidi is next. WTMJ now coming your way.